All right, day three. Day three, the final day of the CWCB Expo. You got to get to shows like this because if you don't get to shows like this, you don't meet people like my new friends from Fresh Tag 419. Uh, again, Fresh Tag 419. Today, I am honored to have Louis Russo here. Now, Louis, you're, you're not just the president of Fresh Tag 419. You also do some design work. So thank you for joining us today. Oh, no, thank you for having us on the show. It's been great. And, what, and what, So describe your, your current role. What do you do? So um, I'm here to uh, kind of act as uh, the designer and kind of uh, create the, uh, the madness, I like to say, of, okay. of Doug and Al. Uh, which you'll soon meet Doug, the <laughs> founder, um, and kind of put that onto a physical thing. You know, okay. Using my engineering skills and just kind of creating it to life. Yeah, yeah, it's worthwhile. Yes. I mean, creating something like you guys have, it's worthwhile. And and while we're on that, I got to say, uh, joining us, he's right over here, uh, not shy, but he's just waiting <laughs> his little moment. I got to introduce my man, Dougie Rhoda, uh, the founder of Fresh Tag 419. We call him Fresh. He's Dougie Fresh. Doug, thank you for being with us today. Nice to see you. Yeah, get, get, get near that microphone, Doug. Yeah. Hello, everybody. You enjoying yeah. the show so far, bud? It's unbelievable. It's overwhelming to be here and uh, for myself to be here because um, how 419 started, very emotional for me. Uh, last year, on February 14th, Valentine's Day, I got caught up with COVID. And a couple of days later, I'm in a hospital. And a couple of days later, I'm on a ventilator for Ugh. 13 days. Jeez. And it was the worst experience of my life. It's terrifying, dude. Every minute on that clock. And then code blue, code blue every day. I was in White Plains Hospital. Code blue, code blue. And I'm saying, is it me next? You know, it's, it, it's real. It's out there. I beat it by the grace of my Lord, Jesus Christ, my Savior. And while I was uh, dying, actually literally dying, they, they, they'd come in at nighttime and uh, they would bang my back, beat my back to get the, I had double pneumonia, COVID, so it's very bad. Yeah. And I still have, I still have uh, issues from the COVID, but again, I'm grateful to be alive and here. I still go to the doctors three days a week over it, almost a year, seven months later. But while I was dying, I used to write down at night, if I make it to tomorrow, my goal is what I wanted to do. So one morning, I get up, and uh, I see this breathing device that they had on the table, on my, <clears throat> my uh, breakfast table. I looked at it, and I was doing my breathing exercise, and I said, wow, this would be cool with the COVID. If I ever could come up with I knew I knew the... Uh, cannabis industry was growing and I said if I could come up with a way to make it safe not COVID safe but better friendly without passing spit to spit I said we could come up with something so the breathing device that I saw I picked it up and I said when I get I wrote down a little note I said if I ever get out of here I'm gonna I'm gonna invent this so I get out I beat it thank you Lord I get out I, I come home and I tell my friend Al that we're kindergarten friends with um, I says, Al, I think I got something. Check this out. I come over to the house and says, what do you think? Now, his last name is Taglafari. Okay. But my name is Doug Rhoda, a.k.a. Fresh. All my friends call me Fresh from Dougie Fresh from many years ago. Nice. They always call me Fresh because I was Fresh. <laughs> but anyway. So, hey, Fresh, what's up? And then I see my friend Tag, Taglafari. We call him Tag. Absolutely. So we got came to. up with Fresh Tag. I'm Fresh. He's the co-founder, Tag. There's the origin Fresh story. Tag. The 419 is the day that 
April 19th is when I was okay to say, my doctor said, you're going to be okay, you're going to beat this. And I was grateful to God on that 419. So that's where the 419 comes in. And I said, you know what? 419, we'll call it fresh tag 419. We'll blow 420 away. I love it. I and love it. I came out with this beautiful little device here. And how I came out with this is another thing. <laughs> so what happens is my son just graduated from the University of Tampa. And he went to school for marketing, a little engineer, business degree. And I'm looking for a mechanical engineer to come up with my concept. And they want yeah. thousands of dollars. Of course they, they want do. I'm talking 20, yeah. 19, yeah. uh, $30,000 for all this stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I can't afford that right now. I got. I just put my daughter through college. I put him through college. Yeah. You know, I just survived COVID, so, Mike. <laughs> yeah, right. 13 days on my deathbed. And um, so what happens is I say to my son one day, and he didn't know what I was doing, but I was on my own with it. And I was going to tell him one day, I said, because I didn't know if I wanted to bring him into the industry. He's 22, and I wanted to sure. keep him away from it. But I had to tell him at one point. So I come home. I said, all right. Now I got no choice. I got to tell him because it was just too expensive for me to get it done. Yeah. I said, you know what, Rob? I had a great idea. What do you think? And I showed him the pictures of my ideas of, of, of what I was thinking about. And, I, and he goes... Why didn't you ask me? He goes, Tank just graduated college from mechanical engineering. <laughs> well, Tank is our other our, uh, designer, which is he's he's on the other side doing some business on the other side. But anyway, then uh, you got the best nicknames. Then Lewis in this group comes too. involved, and I, <laughs> the, the 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 morning of, I call my friend, who I know his son went to school for civil engineer, civil. Yeah. And I said, by any chance, Phil, do you know anybody who's a mechanical engineer? And he goes, my son's best friend just graduated, Louis Russo. I'll give you his number. And here's Louis Russo. There's he right there. I call Louis Russo up. Louis, hi, how are you? I'm friends with uh, Phil Giudici, uh, Justin's dad. Oh, yeah, how you doing, Mr. Rhodes? I said, do you think you could come maybe over? I have something I want to show you in the basement. Uh, I can't talk about it on the phone, but would you like to come over? Yeah, I'll beat him over tomorrow at 3 o'clock, he says. Yeah. My son sets up an appointment for his friend to come over at 3 o'clock. They both walk in together in the basement. This, my whole concept is on on paper. They had a sign of uh, confidential. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, I remember. And I say to well, so guys, what do you think? And tell them what you yeah. said to me. I go, I was, I looked at it and I go, one, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little sickness too. But I go, this is big. Yes, it is. This is big. And um, from then on, I've been roped in. So he, so, so I offer him a deal. Yeah. I says, Tank. I said, Lewis, my word to you. My, my partner's a lawyer. We yeah. drew up a contract. I said, you guys design what we want, and we'll make you a partner of the company. Yep. What they did was in one week, they created this in one week. One you're, week. You're okay. on, yeah. And we're ready right now. You know, this is prototype, yeah. but yeah. we're ready to launch in almost three months, less than a year. We are patent pending. We are trademarked. We have our domain. I love it. We're ready to go. You've got you've got everything, all the bases covered. But can I? I got to say a couple of things. Number one, if you're if you're not at this show and you're listening and you can't see, if you're not if you're not watching the YouTube channel, um, Fresh Tag 419's products are arresting. You can't ignore them. Your yeah. eyes go right to they them. Well. And the other the other thing I want to say to yeah. you, Doug, and I want to yes. thank you yeah. for sharing that story. You, your team. I'm talking, I love knowing that, I know Fresh, I met Tag yesterday, yeah. uh, I haven't met Tank yet, but Rob, Lou, you guys are, th 
you're easy to root for, my, <laughs> my friends. No, no, no. I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You're really easy to root for because you did things. It's like the old school, old fashioned way. You, you, you took care of your, your friends and your family. Yep. Yeah. And everyone came along with you. And it, it, the story starts at White Plains Hospital, and now you're on the Javits Center floor. We're so glad that you're here with from us. From the grace of God. Yeah. From the grace of God. You know, and I never thought that I'd be at this point to say, wow, I'm ready to launch a company in less than a year. I almost died. Yeah. And, and I, uh, again, this is personal, but that's not my first time almost dying. Like, I'm, I'm supposed to be here for a reason. I think if this doesn't work out, which I think it will because I believe that Jesus Christ is going to make it happen for us. I don't need the money. I have a pension. I'm comfortable. But for my son, I want him to succeed and do th something he loves, and he has a passion for this. You met Rob yesterday. Yeah, Rob, Rob's and a Lewis, great guy. the same thing. He's a, he's just came out of college. And yep. and I said to him, the first day I met him, I love you like my son. What exactly. did I say to you? No, seriously, I have to say, you know, what, Al, what do you think of me Al and not Doug, me honest to God, have treated me like their sons. It, it's been an amazing experience. Never once I ever had a doubt about them at all. Um, Doug is taking me in and just... Honestly, I, I couldn't ask for anything better. It, it It's a great story. It's a great company. Uh, I'm telling you that, and I mean it sincerely. And from one, one survivor of a medical scare to another, we're so glad you're here with us. We're so Definitely. glad you're bringing these products to the yes. space and that you formed a team like Fresh Tag 419. It's a great, it's a great story. They're great products. Jump on Instagram, support these exactly. guys. Get ready for April. Four nineteen will blow. Yeah, four nineteen. They're gonna blow. Four twenty away. Four twenty away, and we're gonna we're gonna be talking to these guys in the next year on Infuse. We're gonna be following them, so make sure you follow them, gentlemen. Thank you for joining us thank today. You thank so you so much. Thank you so much, Rabbit. Best of luck and every every success we'll to you guys. Away. Thank you guys. Thank you. Take Check care. Check us out guys. on Instagram. <laughs> All right. Fresh tag four nineteen. Once again, from the trade show floor here at CWCB Expo, it's the Infuse Show, and I'm talking to a fellow exhibitor, and I'm really, really honored that she's joining me today. Uh, Vickiana Clement is the executive director of the MEC Cannabis Education Task Force at Medgar Evers College right here in New York. Vickiana, thank you so much for your time today. Pleasure being here. Yeah? Is it, now, is this your first experience at a cannabis trade show? Well, it's my first time as an exhibitor, but okay. we did visit MJ Biz oh. to see how that was. So that was our first exposure to any kind of cannabis trade show. Okay, uh, this past one that just went down in October. Yeah. Right? Okay, that's like a sensory overload of, of <laughs> cannabis trade shows. Well, our partner, Women Grow, who has been there for us in so many ways, oh, sure. they said, come, get the experience. You guys are doing some amazing stuff. and." cannabis education you need to see what the trade shows are like since you're going to be exhibiting at one of them yeah and we went to the mj biz and it was wow yeah no it, it was huge it, it, i didn't i don't think i hit every booth oh how could you it is so it is so eye-opening to somebody who hasn't been to a show of that size and when when i have to frame it that way i have to i have to say if i'm walking the floor i much more prefer something like this where I can make real relationships, real connections, and spend some time with people. Because, the, you, you know, like it or not, you do feel like you have to get to as many of those booths as you can at MJ Biz. So exhibiting, are you enjoying the experience so far? Yes, yes. I. Um, so we have the Cannabis Minor Degree Program. Yes, congratulations. Um, <laughs> 
And for those who don't know, we worked for three years, the MedGravers Cannabis Educational Task Force. Myself, I'm the executive director of the task force, Dr. Reed, who's the chair of the Chemistry and Environmental Science Department. All the um, courses and, and all the program initiatives are housed in her department. In addition to two other members, Dr. Micah Crump and Joel Struthers, we worked for about three years um, putting in a lot of volunteer time to put together this program. So we've taken a lot of time to make sure things are done right. So now we were able to get approved 12 different courses for... <laughs> Some people progress. told us go for one. We said we're going to go big Let's or go, go dozen. home. Let's go dozen. Bigger go so home. We, yeah. Also, one of the things that we saw in putting together our program is that we didn't want to fall into the trap of trying to push everything into one track or everything into one crazy certificate because that's, that wouldn't work. Cannabis has a lot of different microcosms. Absolutely. And being that it's housed in the chemistry and environmental science department, one of the approaches we took was very scientific, which was based on the physics guy, Max Planck. Now he believed in quanta and things, quanta are very, very small. So that's what we did with these tracks, where we try to put in all the little kind of environments in the cannabis industry and try to separate them, isolate them, so that people can get fully engrossed in those tracks. So we have four tracks, one that's only for health, one that's only for cultivation, one that's only for commercialization, and another one that's only for <clears throat> testing and formulation. And that way we're able to fully engross the students in the specialties, right? Yeah. If you try to feed someone all different types of foods all at one time, they're going to vomit. <laughs> yep. And we're not trying to have people vomit. So. No, and, and look, I, I can't tell you how much I respect the decision you guys made. Say, now let's not just get one class, one track. Let's go for 12 because I know... The, this topic pretty well with cannabis and I think if you had that one class or that one track it looks like a niche thing or it looks like a specialty that you can kind of ignore like oh well we do offer that one class no 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 what you guys do is you offer substance you offer all the different th this is an education on the different facets in this business and there are so many there is there's a home for just about everyone in this industry and I'm so grateful as a former educator I'm so glad that someone is teaching our young people that well, one of the things that we also did was when we created these curriculas, we created them in tandem with faculty and business industry leaders because we really wanted reflected the workforce development expectations from people who want who are responsible for hiring. Sure. So, not only did we want to prepare our students for entering workforce within this industry but we also wanted to create pipelines so we got in partner a couple of different companies that are willing to provide internship are willing to provide experiential learning which is a very necessary 21st century skill set absolutely and we're continuing to expand so if any other industry leaders want to partner with us and say hey we want your students and we want to teach them what we know if you think you're the best then you should be a mech and show us that you're the best and we'll let you know if that's true when our students go there. JK, JK, JK. <laughs> JK. We have, it, I just, uh, you have such an inclusive approach to, to the, this industry and this business, and that's what we, we really need. And it's and not only is it the right thing to do, but you're giving an avenue to people that I think are, uh, that was my next question. 
to people that I think are appreciative of it and the people that are going to use it, what has the response been like from the students? Well, when we got approved, we, we got approved within a short frame of registration. Mm -hmm. So we only had three days to allow for registration. Oh. Um, Mega Evers is part of the CUNY Central System, mm -hmm. which is the largest university system in America. It has 25 schools. So our minor degree program is offered not only to MEC students, but all the other CUNY schools. So oh. we have right now even students from other CUNY schools. It's called the e-permit process, and that's like one of the main strengths of CUNY, one of, the, one of the many, where if I go to one CUNY school, I can go to others to take other classes or even pick up on this minor. So that's one thing. Now, within three days of, of we only had three days for registration, and we were able to fill about 85% of the seats. We still had more people who wanted to attend, but there's like a very short window, and once that window closes, the CUNY Central System is not gonna make, you know, quote unquote exceptions for people to process their paperwork. Now, that being said, we are now preparing for the spring, and now we have a wait list for wow. a lot of the courses Good that are launching. You. But one of the things that we have promised is we don't, we don't care how many students we get, we are gonna make sure that they get somehow in a class. I don't care if it's 100, 1,000, 10,000, you can hold me to my word on that one. And so we are actively preparing right now to open sections because we're forced to have a cap on each class. And we just wanna make sure that we open more sections, but don't deny anyone an educational opportunity because that would be awful. Bless you. Bless you. What, what, what fantastic vision. And it, it's a testament to the important work. I mean, you said you and Dr. Reed have been involved three years building yes. this thing up. Dr. Reed, Dr. Crump, Joel Struthers, and myself, we've been working on this for three years, all based on volunteer time. Ugh. Dr. Reed still runs her department, right, has to teach. Dr. Crump, he, he's in the business department, still has to teach. And Joel Struthers, he's a Ph.D. student at Princeton. And I, myself, I'm a software engineer. So we did this all outside of those <laughs> responsibilities. Wow. I, I always say, like, I get, I'm privileged uh, with this little spot and this little talk show of mine where I, when I get to talk to people that I, I use the term doing the big work, and when I say that, it's big in terms of what it gives back to, to humanity. Uh, you're certainly doing the big work, uh, Vickiana. It's, oh, it's a pleasure we, to talk to we you. We all are because the community too, right? We had a, we had a big town hall in Mega Evers mm -hmm. where prior to the, to the development of all this work, and we saw that our community, there was more than 300 plus people attending just to talk about cannabis. When are you guys gonna teach? Um, how come we're not talking about these topics? And we had to fulfill that need. Yeah. And so I think it's more of a charge and we have to come through and really support our community and our students, and that's just what we did. In terms of how uh, we can support, do you, are you on social media? Is there a way to follow the work you guys are yeah, doing? Yeah, so we have a website, mecgrow.com, and you can find out about the different courses and the course descriptions. You can also sign up to get updates from there, and if you're interested in signing up for the course, that's even great as well. There's also an email address there if you want to contact us. It goes strictly to us. Um, we also are calling on different industries, you know, the good corporate social responsible ones yeah, yeah. <laughs> that want to come and handhold some students during experiential learning opportunities. I don't know how to do anything that has to do with carpentry. <laughs> and Neither do I. I tried to change a lot. I watched YouTube like two or three times and then I still had to call my husband <laughs> for help. So... 
because you can receive passive information, but then applying it is very different. Very different. So that's where we're at now. That's wonderfully phrased. Yeah, I've been on YouTube to try to find uh, plumbing solutions. That, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. It's, it's incredible. Again, we're, we've been fortunate enough to speak with Vickiana Clement, the executive director of MEC Cannabis Education Task Force at Medgar Evers College here in New York City. Vickiana, I want to thank you for your time. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having us. Take care. We'll see you again. Thank you. Hello once again, back on the trade show floor. We're here at CWCB Expo in Manhattan. It's been an amazing show thus far here in New York City, and uh, it's winding down, but I'm glad that before it, it winds itself down, uh, that the, gen the gentleman who's taking the time to join me right now, that I have the opportunity to speak to him, uh, because this is a situation I think is going to be very interesting to a lot of our listeners. Um, I am joined by Mr. George Gatt. George, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. And George, your company, uh, The Green Standard is what it's called, am I yes, correct? Yes, sir. And uh, you are, now is this your first cannabis trade show, George? Yes, this is my first time actually attending. And what are, your, what, what are your first impressions, if you will? It is amazing to see how much of a legitimate industry <laughs> this has become. Yeah. And it's actually getting some traction behind it. Good people and a good atmosphere. I, I, I love hearing that we're a legitimate business. I remember March of 2020, there was a lot of awful stuff happening, but the one bright spot was we were deemed an essential business in cannabis. <laughs> and, and to hear you say that, that this, this show happened has some legitimacy is is really it's it's validating it's gratifying because we we've, we've been at these things for years and I, I love hearing that you're enjoying yourself so um what is it that you do in the cannabis business george so currently um, my team and i are looking to open up a recreational dispensary out on long island okay now that's a process isn't it Oh, it's been a process, and I'm sure we know the news now. It's looking like it's actually going to get delayed about until 2023. That's what I read last. I heard it was about an 18-month delay that's going to put a smack into 2023. I mean, what does that do to you, getting news like that? Do, 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 do you just falling down, or you just dejected, or you you make the most out of this? So originally, it was a bit of a shock and a letdown, because yeah. everyone's eager and excited. Uh, you could feel the energy here as well. Yeah. But, um, it actually gave us some time to reflect and realize there's a lot more work to be done, become better prepared, and all you can do is just prepare for the future. That's outstanding, because you hear some people here, they'll come to a show, and it's a good thing to come with an idea. <laughs> But if you have more steps, if you've taken more steps and you have more things in place, it's certainly much, much better. But what, what, what are your visions for the Green Standard? So our vision for the Green Standard, there's two main objectives we want to do. The first is be able to provide the top quality cannabis to any responsible consumer. That's a pretty broad statement, but it's what we want to do for Long Island. Sure. But our main goal here is to help educate and provide cannabis to a veteran community. Outstanding. My, thank you. My partner is a service-disabled veteran. He actually just got back from an Afghanistan deployment about six months ago. And what's his name? His name is Luke Hall. Luke Hall? Yes, sir. Well, thank you for your service, sir. Thank you. I have two other partners as well, Mr. Joey Leosi and Mr. George Hafner. Joey's also a former Marine. Outstanding. So what the situation is right now is the VA cannot even recommend cannabis to any veterans. You know. Federal legality. So what we want to do without medical advice, we just want to say, hey, for our veterans out there, we have quality, safe cannabis that you can access and consume. It's, it's great. It's great to hear somebody who's going to do, who's going to set up a dispensary, approach it. Uh, the first word that George uttered was education. I mean, I, I commend you because that is, uh, you know, my producer, my wonderful producer, uh, Frankie Fifth Year, he, he and I work with cultivators. We work with dispensaries. And I'm going to tell you, 
the dispensaries that set themselves apart in our industry are the ones that are a safe place of learning and education and, and, and destigmatizing that plant so that people uh, that you want to draw in our veteran community know that they're consuming safe medicine. Exactly that. And also just to bridge um, into cannabis society, we seem to have the people that like to recreationally smoke and it's um, not as professional as we're seeing today. So we want it to be a place where everyone can come in under one roof, regardless of how familiar you are with cannabis, and leave there feeling like you've made an informed decision and you're consuming a safe uh, substance. So. I, I love the vision. I, lo you, I love the platform. I love what you're planning to do with the Green Standard. And I, I hope more like-minded individuals like yourself uh, approach the business the same way because I think it's going to work for you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So what can do? are you on social media? Are there ways we could follow you, support Yes, you? currently we're on Twitter. You can reach us at TGS Cannabis. And we are working getting our um, other handles at Instagram. There's just some issues going on with handles being taken already. Understood, but we're at TGS Cannabis. Yes, sir. We're going to follow, and we're going to wish you the absolute best. George, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much. Everyone check out Infused Cannabis Podcast. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Take care, buddy. It's the final day of the CWCB Expo. It's day three. It's been an amazing, amazing three days for us uh, on the Infuse show because we're meeting so many interesting people from the industry and then people that do some similar things. And the two gentlemen, are, are my guests right now, are kind enough to give me some of their time. I'm talking to Creatives and Cannabis Podcast, and I'm joined by Jordan Hill and Jamel Mack. Gentlemen, thanks for coming today. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, having us. You. It's really, really great to talk to you and, and, and take in. Uh, now, the guys were telling me they are New York-based, um, and I want to get your sense of what do you think so far of this show in particular? Um, I think the show has been really good. This is the first year we've been here at the Expo. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I like kind of seeing the different vendors and the different um, avenues and venues that people are kind of opening up in this cannabis industry just because we are kind of in this great space yeah. and the infancy of it that you can kind of translate whatever you already do in your regular life mm -hmm. into this market. And so we see everybody here from seeds to manufacturers to people who are doing like construction of just like the bottling, the packaging, the production side, like it's kind of all kind of housed here, which I think is really great. You kind of get to meet yeah. and talk to each individual person in that sector. It, it's really interesting when you walk your first show and you realize just how much space there is yeah. for, for people with great ideas. Yeah. That's why I was, I was lovely uh, conversation yesterday with, with uh, Medgar Evers College. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm talking about this is so great that our young people are learning, yeah, there's a place for you in the cannabis space. There's much more to it. And, and I, I don't know, that's what I love about the shows too. So it's good to hear your, your, uh, your point on that. Jordan. Uh, Jamel, tell us a little bit about Creatives and Cannabis. So we started our first season earlier this year in April, mm -hmm. um, and we just, we're both creatives. Um, I'm an actor and writer, okay. uh, Jordan's a chef and a musician, so uh, we both know a lot of people and pretty much all of the creative aspects of, you know, any business on that side. Yeah. So we just wanted to bridge the gap of cannabis and people that consume it or that want to get inside the business. Sure. Um, and yeah, we advocate for black and brown LGBT. We yeah. are black and brown LGBT owned podcasts. Um, we, just like Jordan said, we want to see people get creative and really find their market in here because it is such a small, like beginning. Uh, we saw the CBD wine coolers. Uh, <laughs> there's so many like 
things that you can really do with this plant. It's beautiful. So it's like, what are you going to do? Just do it. Right. And you're providing an outlet for creatives, and, and, and I, I love it, and I love the people that you're representing, um, because that, that's my favorite part of, of working in cannabis, is the, it's an inclusive space, and, and more and more people are, are, are learning that they have a place here. But I think what, all, what you're also doing, having a medium like a podcast, mm -hmm. um, is you're helping destigmatize this 100%, plant. 100%. I think when you think about like the cannabis plant, whether you're taking it um, in a hemp space or you're thinking CBD or you know good old traditional THC, it's always coming from a place of community and a place of socialization. So I think when you kind of blend and merge that in the space like a uh, podcast and you can kind of house a narrative where you're speaking with like like-minded individuals who are kind of on the same wavelength as you or you're speaking with people who kind of are coming from like a zero knowledge ability of yeah. anything in cannabis yeah. they're still meeting you with an open arms or accepting ears because of that that community or that sense of community that really comes from the cannabis world and i think it's great that we have this this plant this herb this piece of medicine that is naturally found here in this land that is kind of cultivating so many different gaps and bridges and relationships that normally wouldn't be there if it wasn't for this, you know, this commonality that we have. That's beautifully articulated. <laughs> I mean, no, it really was. I was sitting there going, Thank keep you. going, keep talking. <laughs> shout out and credit to my grandmother and my mom. They're both English teachers. That's where that oh comes from. Oh my God, from. So like, that yeah, was yeah. me for 13 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Credit Thank, thank them for every thank every bit of work they did. Thank you. We are much needed. We need you. Well, that okay. That was going to be the next question, though. That was going to be the next question because you're telling me, actor, writer, yeah. chef, yeah. musician. Uh, when do you find the time to do this? Because we're we're coming up on season two, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, because of the pandemic, you know, a lot of people didn't have jobs. Sure. So, no, I know. Uh, found more time. Like for me, um, I really dove in with like learning how to edit audio and um, uh -huh. really do promotion with the podcast and stuff like that. So it's, I think someone mentioned recently, like when it comes to podcasts, you have to pick a subject you're very passionate about. Otherwise, uh -huh. midway, you're going to get really annoyed with some of the technical <laughs> stuff. And trust me, there are, po there oh, are points yeah. where I'm just like, should we keep going? But I, <laughs> but I like really do love the message that we have. But also, I love talking about cannabis. I really think the history, the the benefits, everything. It really, I think everyone should consume it in some type of way, even yeah. if it's just lotion. Yeah, absolutely. It, be, it does become. I'm I'm glad to hear you say that. It's it's almost like a labor of love now, even 100%. even with the technical issues, uh, and it, it's just producing something and working on something outside of the normal mm -hmm. job. It's just, I don't know, I find it healthy, you know? I mean, I always think of it like, what's that old adage that they say, like, you know, do something that you're really passionate about and you love. And I think when you take two individuals who already have a, a natural relationship with cannabis and it's something that we advocate for in our own personal lives and you can kind of create an avenue where you can talk about it and share your point of view or educate people or even be educated on yeah. things that you may not have learned. Like, that's, what, for me, what makes it fun and enjoyable. So it's almost not a job in that sense. It's like I get to show up every Mondays and Tuesdays when we are recording the podcast to kind of be a blank canvas and a slate, whether I'm coming to absorb knowledge or I'm coming to, like, release or um, exude some knowledge. Like, there's yeah. always, there's never a point where I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. Good, good. That's wonderful to hear. So um, give, me, give me your quick thoughts. It was important to be at this particular show. I mean, these two markets, they're emerging. We have an opportunity to educate a lot more people in New Jersey and New York. And I think that a, a podcast like yours, it's almost like a safe space for people to learn. 100%. Because it was just this, this thing that we 
turned into a monster mm-hmm. culturally, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so cheers on the work that you're doing. Thank I, you, I thank really, you. really respect it. Yeah. Likewise. So what, what, where, can, uh, where can we find you? How can we subscribe? Um, you guys can check us out. We're on all streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. Is it like Podlink or something like yeah, that? Yeah, you literally type in creatives and cannabis, you will find us. So uh, we're now releasing season two. All full-length episodes will be on our YouTube channel. You can check us out on Instagram and Twitter, um, and all of our links are on each bio for where you can subscribe and check us out. Share us if you're into podcasts. Even if you're into podcasts, if you are an advocate for cannabis and that's whatever state you're in, whether you're illegal or not, it's really important that we all start a coalition together and we are stronger in numbers. So when we unite, we can really affect real change nationwide. Amen. Again, beautifully said. So well articulated. Mom and grandma are yes, certainly proud yes. with the work that they did. <laughs> Season two is coming up. It's called Creatives and Cannabis Podcast. Um, the best thing about things like CWCB Expo is the opportunity to meet and talk with lovely people like yourself. So I want to thank you all for your time, for talking to me, and I wish you all the best. I hope to run into you again at one of these. Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you. you for giving yeah. us the opportunity. We'll see thank, you again soon. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, John Mel. It's the last day of the CWCB Expo here in Manhattan. This is a long-awaited trade show, and I can tell you uh, it's been worth the wait that we went through. Uh, this one has been rescheduled and rescheduled, and, and we're here, and we've made good connections. I want to introduce you to another great connection. I'm here with Davis Taberzi, um, and he's the CEO of Canazip. Davis, welcome to Infused. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's been great here. Yeah, yeah I was just going to—I yeah, know I'm asking everybody, but I mean— uh, as far as, as this show is concerned, have you had a great experience? Yeah, I think it's been really good. There's a great variety of uh, a lot of different people in the industry that you can connect with, and uh, it's you know been just great all around. It, it, usually, C- CWCB does an excellent job at hosting these things, and we've been to, oh my God, we've been to events in Washington, we've been to events in, in uh, Jersey, uh, uh, Vegas, but there's something about being here in New York that is really, really, uh, it's just incredible. We meet good people, and the connections that we make, we, we, they're worthwhile connections, you know, and, and I hope that that's what you're finding as well. Yeah, yeah, the uh, ambiance here, you know, in New York City is probably second to none. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, it's been great. We just got back from uh, MJ BizCon in Las Vegas. Had oh, yeah. Out there. How yeah. was that? That was a great show. Yeah, great show. I was, uh, you know, I was hoping for it would be a little bit uh, more, but I think coming uh, off post-COVID, you know, people are still kind of concerned and stuff. But sure. It's, uh, it's been good. It's been sure. really good, yeah. Now, that trade show is... Uh it's a bit of a bear to walk that floor. It is, yeah. Come with your Dr. Scholes for sure. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But we're not here to talk about Dr. Scholes. We're here to talk about Canazip. So tell us about your company. Yeah, so uh, we do uh, custom printed Mylar packaging, both uh, um, stand-up pouches as well as lay-flat pouches. Um, you can kind of see we one of the cool things here is we can kind of print on the, the bottom gusset so you can include your branding information. Oh, nice. Yeah, where we kind of separate ourselves from everybody else is uh, we're domestically produced, so uh, made here in the USA. Excellent. Which is great. Uh, no minimum order quantities, which is, you know, very advantageous. That's for a lot another of the, bonus for a lot of people in this business in particular. Exactly, yeah, emerging market. And so, you know, there's a lot of small brands out there that are really trying to make their name known. And, uh, you know, they kind of face some challenges from a manufacturing standpoint trying to get their, you know, packaging, you know, and they have to have these larger MOQs, you know, many of which can't afford it. So uh, we tailor to that portion of the industry, but we can also do really large runs as well. So it really doesn't matter what size, you know, you have. And we have a fast turnaround program, so we can actually do down to 24 hours uh, for your turnaround. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Davis, that's fascinating. In particular, this year, 
we, we've heard of a shortage of just about everything. Have you run into issues with the supply chain? I mean, it, it, it's got to be ridiculously common. It is, yeah, yeah. You're starting to see it. I know there's a big crunch on paper right now. Yeah. Um, you know, talking to a lot of suppliers, some guys can't even get restocked until like maybe December, January, even some of the bigger guys. Uh, luckily, we haven't been hit as you know bad, which has been great. You know, mm-hmm. it's been great for our customer base. And uh, we've been, you know, able to service everybody, you know, thankfully without any issues. So That's great to hear. That's yeah. great to hear. Cheers to you. And, and uh, listen, cheers to you for uh, the way you're running this, too. I love that it's domestic. It's, it's something that's putting people to work. So, so great stuff there. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, uh, we want to see more jobs coming back here to the U.S., and, you know, we're going to play a key part in that. So as far as more jobs coming back to the U.S. and, and, and keeping this, this business, things are looking okay right now with, the, you know, I don't want to knock on wood or, or, or hit the table because Frank would yell at me. But, but honestly, um, it looks like things are, are, are turning around. We have, to, we have to be optimistic about this. So in terms of business, how do, how do folks get in touch with you? Yeah, so they can find us on canazipbags.com. Um, or at orders at canazitbags.com. Uh, that's our email. We also have our number on there as well. Um, so feel free to reach out to us on there. And uh, our order process, I'd like to kind of touch on that. It's Please very, do. Yeah, it's, it's very super simple. Um, so basically, you can just pick your product specs. Uh, you'll upload your art file. The price is auto-generated at the bottom of the screen there, so there's no coding process. You save a lot of time there as well. Um, and, you know, it just makes for a really clean and easy uh, process. No, that is really clean and easy. You also don't feel like you're letting someone down if they're exactly. <laughs> like, well, here's what it costs. <laughs> uh, I, I bet that is a popular thing. It is, yeah. You know, I found that uh, when I was kind of looking for, you know, quotes or suppliers or what have you, you know, you have to reach out, wait for them to go back. You lose time in transit there. So uh, we kind of take that all out of the equation and make it just really, you know, simple and easy. You certainly do. Um, look, I always say that that's the best part of being at these shows. You run into good people. Canazip's run by good people. Uh, and, and I've been uh, really, really honored to talk to Davis Taberzi, uh, the CEO of Canazip. www.canazipbags.com is how you get in touch with them. Davis, thanks so much for your time today. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Appreciate right, it. Take care. Best of luck. All right, God bless. CWCB Expo, it's day three. We're winding down day three, final day. It's the 310th day of the year. There are only 55 more days. There are only 48 shopping days till Christmas. <laughs> but more importantly, guess who's back? Mike and Francesca. Yeah, we are. I didn't know if I'd be here today. I am happy to be around. <laughs> I was with the Young Bucks last night, and I somehow survived. You're well, still upright. <laughs> right. And that's why this segment is brought to you by Rudy's Bar and Grill on uh, 9th Avenue, a place... 44th and 9th. That we kind of know pretty well. Yeah, that's our spot. That's a, that's a good spot. It's a it's a perfect spot after a day of this. So how you holding up? Uh, do you feel okay? Do you feel good about the show? Oh, all eyes on Mike. Uh, here's what I think. I am really impressed with the show in terms of the amount of people in the that are here, you know, attending uh, the people coming to visit the quality of people the it's it's not the biggest show we've ever done but in terms of quality of conversation and potential you know follow-ups for us i mean i was i was ready to pack it up last night we had enough after day two wow. where i thought we were really pleased with the show and the outcome of it so then new york kicked Strong it out day one yeah. and day two yeah and day three's day three's a little quiet a little quiet Day three is always a little quiet. I think a though. lot of people went out late last night. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do too. Pretty sure you are very right about that. But yeah. I think overall, I'm really, really impressed. I mean, it's our first show post-pandemic, 
So I didn't really know what to expect in terms of the the, the crowd and the attendance and stuff like that. And so, I, but I do think it's been really strong. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's been a good show for us. Um, it's been a good show for Infused. It's been a great show for the sales joint, and I think that's that's a unique um, value prop because we are yeah. talking to people that are our people in the sense that they are East Coasters for the most part, and yet they are like us doing business in Oklahoma. Have experience out that west. That was shocking. How yeah. many people the we met this week that are doing of business investors in Oklahoma, because, growers in Oklahoma. You know, fifteen dollars and a piece of paper, you have a license out there. So <laughs> yeah, it's fifteen now. They must have raised it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it, it, no, it has been a really great show, and it's funny because every time we're at a trade show, we learn more even about our own offering, where the value is for the different people that we're trying to target, and so, and you can come in here expecting to talk to cultivators or dispensary owners or processors or extractors or brokers or sales, and you end up talking to completely different people, and you find value in what you're offering for them that allows us to stay in our lane and still serve an audience that we didn't expect to serve. So yeah. I think that's pretty cool. We had uh, a couple of those. Yeah, we really did. Yeah. On top of like <clears throat> the dispensary and cultivator people that we did talk to. Yeah. I think, you know, you brought it up, you touched on it, Francesca, and I want to make sure we bring it up. The infused part's been sick. <laughs> I mean, this is the first time we've ever had a broadcast from, you know, in our booth live from the show. Yeah. And you know, this was Nick's idea months ago you know it was probably years ago when he came up with nick and frank it was was nick and frank's idea and it's been awesome it's been a big hit it's it adds a lot of uh, value for the attendees and exhibitors that are here that come and share their stories with you um and just adds credibility to what we're trying to do and and it fits our whole damn idea of no one grows alone and we're helping to co-market and helping people to get their story out into the world and you know so that's been for me, I, I mean, I couldn't be more proud of what the work you and Frank have done in the last three days. Oh, thank you. And you guys have been busting ass. Like, I don't even know how you can talk to them. Seriously. <laughs> like, the amount of peopling you guys have had to do is, is at least threefold what oh, we've all man. had to do. Like, so, it's, it's yeah. been impressive. very impressive to And you see. seem to be having great conversations. You know, I do what I do love, it's sort of like a peacock moment, is when other people with podcasts or even media, like major media people come up, and they are scoping our setup, and they are yeah. impressed with the equipment we have, how Frank is using the equipment, and then they sit and talk to Nick, and they love the hosting aspect of it. And it's just like, that's right. That's how good we are. Yeah. You uh, know it. They, yeah. they love and they appreciate the, the production, too. Because if one more son of a bitch tries to hire Frank away, <laughs> I, gotta, I know. I'm going to really get pissed. <laughs> um, but it is. If you're using peopling as a verb, you know, it's a lot of talking to people. But it, it's so validating because, you know, Frank will have a conversation. I'll have a conversation. We'll bring the other one over. I'll say, hey, Frank, you got to talk to this guy. Or Frank will say, Nick, come over and talk to me. And the cool thing is it does fit that no one grows alone philosophy because so many people are just so grateful, genuinely grateful, just for us giving them a bit of a leg up. Right. It's not like we have the we're, – we're here to build our reach, too. Yes. So, so we're, we're helping one another. Yes. And, and I've, I've, really, I've thoroughly enjoyed the opportunity to do this, and um, I'm so grateful for the, the hard work that Frank has put into this. And, and that make, you have been and, and make, into this. making this sound so good. Everybody has said the same thing. They, they, they've, they've enjoyed the experience of coming on here. And then we've booked guests for 2022 already yeah. where Woo-hoo. we're like, you know. Oh, it's awesome. This has been, to me, a, a, 
like we were already talking about the next version of our booth and as we spent some time today doing and this is part of it. Yeah. So how do we incorporate it? How do we make this better, you know, a better experience? Because we want to continue to do this and it's been well received and it's great for us. So why not? Yes. Yeah. It's really, really powerful. I, I don't know if you, everybody feels this way, but I think with the podcast, it's it's actually making the day go by quicker. Oh, I'm jealous. 100%. Of you. <laughs> you and Frank, like you, you like bat your eyes and it's time to go. Yeah. You guys have been so busy and like when you're busy, time goes by fast. And so I know you guys are having a great time with it and yeah. it's, um, and it's really, and there's another guy poaching some free materials from us. Um, but She's not taking good stuff. Yeah. But, you know, so the other part of the show that I want to make sure I bring up is, you know, post-pandemic, this is the first time we've had our whole team out. Yeah. Um, you know, Ashley and Megan have never been to a cannabis show before. So, to me, that was the other big underlying win for us for this week was getting a team out, getting everybody, you know, just the camaraderie, the team building, the reinforcement of our culture that we have. And, and because... When you're working remote, that stuff is a challenge. It's a challenge to maintain a culture, and it's a challenge to maintain the tightness of, of what we do. Is that a fly? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to grab it without you noticing. Oh, no. Uh, he's, he's the next is guest the next after, guest? <laughs> after you guys. Oh, <laughs> sir, you're here early. Um, but, but, but really, like, getting everybody together and just the team element of it for us is, is something that's priceless. We like working together and being together, and you don't. You don't always have that, and so to have that taken away was a real, a real hit. And right. so I'm so excited to have this back and to see what we can do because when we are all together and feeding off of each other with ideas and conversations, things blow up, and it's in, in the best way. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it feels like we're cranking up the machine again, like ready to go. So you know, speaking as your as your team representative here, I, I'm so upset I didn't get to talk to Megan and Ashley, and they. They've got their, their stuff to do for the day. Um, but we're all grateful to be here because they, it was really tough not being able to do stuff like this. But I know that I know this weekend and this show in particular has brought us together in a, in a, in a great way. And, and Rudy's. And, 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 and Rudy's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cash can, only. I got to imagine. Yeah, cash only. <laughs> and they owe me five songs, by the way. Whoever was, whoever was playing, I love James Brown, but my God, 48 minutes of James Brown straight. I wasn't at a concert. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. I can't get that song out of my head either. Oh, that man. bass line. Get up off of that thing <laughs> is what we're talking about. So um, we, uh, what, are, what are our plans? We're continuing in the future with CWCB Expo? We will be here next year. We've res- we have reserved our booth fa- space. Yeah, June of 2022. Yeah, 2nd to the 4th, I think. Something like that. Yeah, so we reserved... Uh, but next year's going to be busy. I mean, and I'm super excited. Francesca's already got a number of speaking gigs booked, um, and we're going to keep trying to fill out her calendar and, and get her some um, frequent flyer miles. So, But, yeah, it's yeah. going to be busy. We're going to be back out on the road. We're going to be here. We're going to be coast to coast next year. And, and, yeah. Um, you know, because literally we're going to Seattle. We've got stuff lined up out there. We've got stuff Seattle, lined up in California. Cal- Cali, we got. Michigan, you know. Jersey. So, yeah, it's going to be a big year. Wow. And, and, um, wow. I'm excited. I, I, when we went to Oklahoma a couple weeks ago, I realized how much I missed being on the road and how much I <laughs> missed sure. being in front of like prospective clients and yeah. customers to get to know them and get to know their business and see if, if we're a fit for them. Because, yeah. you know, we talked about this right before we got on air. Like, we're not a fit for every business. Some people don't have the mindset to want to really receive what we're laying down. 
And that's fine. If they're not at a place yet where our services and our expertise is going to be a fit for them, no problem. It's not, I'm not offended. But there's a lot of people out there that really latch on to it, and those are the ones that we love helping, and we love seeing them succeed because we know that we're, you know, in some way, shape, or form you know, enabling that to happen. So to see people face-to-face is how, for us as a company, is how we're going to really be able to reach people and connect with people and, and find those people that are going to be a fit for us and we're a fit for them very nice everything he said (laughs) feeling good about it francesca's like look i've used my amount of words for (laughs) new york as a public speaker (laughs) i have very little to say today (laughs) well i'm not i'm not trying to give you the boot uh because i think frank booked this why do we have why do i have scrappy do is coming on next (laughs) he's in the is he in the green room yeah yeah, and what, what is he going to say? It's not, he's not much to that character. But, but no, genuinely, um, genuinely, I do want to say on behalf of, uh, of Frank, I think you'd agree with me, um, and, and myself, uh, thanks for the opportunity to do Infused uh, and to do it from uh, the Javits Center in New York City. We, we, Frank and I have been planning this for a while, and we, we kind of had a vision that we thought it would go really well, and I don't know if you agree with me, buddy, but it went better than I could have dreamed. And that, that's, to, that's to the preparation and the planning that went into this, and it's from your leadership and allowing us to do this. So this has been great for and us. And from your talent, both of you. Yeah. I, I mean, people don't, not everyone is easy to talk to. Not everybody's story is easy to pull out of them. Not, not everybody has, um, understands what, what is important about their story to share. And so it's with your hosting skills and your conversation skills and Frank's skills that that you actually do get to the heart of what people want to say. Mm-hmm. And that is so important because that's how stigmas are broken down. That's how important messages get out there. That's how critical conversations are started. That's how we get more inclusive, more diverse, and more powerful as an industry. That's what she said. <laughs> Francesca and Mike, founders of The Sales Joint, I want to thank you for this opportunity and thank you for your time. Scrappy News up next, folks. <laughs> These guys are heading back to Dela Who, Dela What, Dela Where. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.